Hello and welcome back to Solo Traveler. I am Benjamin Youngblood, the Solo Traveler, and this is Episode 7. Alright, and let's go ahead and jump right in with the news. So, basically what's been ruling the headlines for the last week or so is uh, Houston right now. With the hurricane that was there, now I believe it is um, declined down to a superstorm. But uh, there was that... Um, right now and it's it's really been fantastic to see all the support and love by the community corporations um, as well as the government and that sort of thing in Houston right now as it stands what I was able to pull up on it is um, the death toll is about 50 people or so but that is expected to grow as the water levels do decrease and that sort of thing if you are interested in helping out as I believe all of us should do as much as we can to help out those in need, especially when a crisis like this does occur. You can go ahead and head over to organizations like the American Red Cross Association's website and donate there to directly help those in, uh, in Hurricane Harvey, as the storm was called. Um, something really interesting I did hear that I've kind of just been stuck on since I heard about Hurricane Harvey is this gentleman on NPR was doing an analysis of the amount of water and kind of quantifying in different uh, scenarios how much water was there to try to you know provide a more in-depth image and one of the ones that he came up with that really struck out to me was that if you took the entire continuous United States of America and the amount of water that occurred during Hurricane Harvey and spread it out across the continuous United States, you'd be able to cover every single spot of the continuous United States with one inch of rain. And to think of that is just mind-blowing to me. The other thing that I heard is if you took the District of Columbia, the, the capital of the United States, and put the amount of water that occurred during Hurricane Harvey you would be able to completely drown the entire District of Columbia up to the height of the Empire State Building. So just massive amounts of water were just drowning the entire city and places near the city. So I'm doing everything I can by keeping up in the news, donating what I can, my time, money that I have that I'm, I'm able to share with those that are going to be directly financially affected by this as well as need supplies and that sort of thing. So I encourage all of you to help out as much as possible. With all that said, we're going to go ahead and dive into the main topic right now. So today's main topic is goal setting and the importance of it and how it's changed my life and how I want to share it with you guys. So hopefully that it can help change yours for the better. So why is it important to set goals is kind of where I wanted to start, really. Um, what I've found is it's extremely helpful because it can help you achieve what you truly value in your life. Um, the other thing is it allows you to set clear direction for yourself. So a lot of the times we can live day by day, week by week, month by month, and not really know where we're going. And that's where sometimes we also start to feel stuck or lost or... Um, not really sure what we're doing and why we're doing it for. The other thing is you're also able to take bite-sized pieces, which is 
fantastic because for me a lot of times I feel very overwhelmed with a lot of things um, but when I'm able to break it up into these kind of like goals and these bite-sized pieces as I call um, it really helps with getting my stuff done and being productive the other thing is going to be you're able to see progress as you move along and I find this extremely motivational and this is the great thing about goals is once you get into the habit of making goals once you see the effectiveness of these you want to start making more goals and being more and more productive with them um, so those are the few things as to what I would say or why you should be goal setting and pushing yourself that way Okay, so I want to dive into some examples. Um, basically, going back to the first one is it can help you achieve what you value in life. For me, I value a lot of travel and seeing places. So I like to set up travel lists and that sort of thing. So Zion and Utah is something that I really want to travel to and Alaska. And so a lot of the times I would say at least three times a week I'm thinking about what I can do to improve and further my goals into going to say Zion for example what do I need to do what do I need to be prepared for in terms of camping out there driving all that stuff the other part of it is I set goals for work too it's not just travel or fun stuff like I want to go to Zion it's also when I go into work the next day what do I want to get done or what do I want to do for a podcast? When should I have the podcast written? When should I be sitting down recording it? And that sort of thing. So that's where you set a goal once a week. For example, this podcast comes out. That was the goal that I set. And so far I've been able to keep up with that. This is going to actually be the official week too. Um, but so far I've been fairly consistent in writing my episodes and getting them recorded out on time. So daily goals is something that I touched on a little bit initially too. I think it's fantastic to set these daily goals when you wake up and that sort of thing. And they can be as simple as say, you know, get a haircut today or go shop for groceries, something like that. But the thing is, once you get started, like I said, you get that ball roll rolling, it's really easy to fall into this fantastic pattern of setting goals. And, and... I think it's just super important to get that that ball rolling because once you do it's just going to be fantastic and so much easier um, the other thing that I would tell you is stick to your goals don't fray away from them or anything like that because then you start a bad pattern of goal setting and that's exactly what we're trying to avoid so for me personally I ran across somebody who basically doesn't go to bed until they finish their goals so for example this podcast I told myself I want it done today and I will not be going to bed until it's done so it's currently 12 40 a.m. and I still have to finish recording it and editing it and I'm not going to sleep until that's done but being that strict with yourself so you know when you set those goals that you are going to accomplish them it may be hard but you will accomplish them and the other thing is do big goals, but within those big goals, start planning little goals as well. So an example of this would be, say, I want to sell my house. 
if I had a house. I don't. <laughs> but say, for example, I want to sell my house. Okay, that's a goal. That is my big goal. Now let's break that down to little goals. I take a look around, what do I see? Well, the lawn's a mess. So I need to mow my lawn. I also need to pick up those tools that are on the lawn, and probably I should water some of the plants and the grass as well, because they're all dying. Those three, four examples right there, those are the little goals that you work on to accomplish your big goals. And then extend from there. I also need to paint the house to make sure that it's fresh looking before I sell it. Alright, well what rooms do I need to paint? I need to paint the bedroom because it's starting to get gross and it needs fresh coat of paint. I need to paint in the family room because same thing, it's this old tacky color yellow from when the house was built and it needs to be fixed. So once you start accomplishing these smaller goals and you increase them into medium-sized goals and ultimately big goals, this gives you that sense of accomplishment and you're able to see progress. I think one of the most frustrating things is someone who's always trying to learn and do better and go out and do things and that sort of thing is progress being visible. A lot of the times it's so easy to get just bogged down in where we're currently at with life and the world and everything and forget how far we've truly come. And then last but not least, reward yourself when you meet a goal. So for example, when I sell my house, I'm going to go out for a nice steak dinner and buy myself an iPad. Because an iPad is something that I would like, I would use for work, and that sort of thing. Those are examples of rewarding yourself. Um, and it's it's super important because then you're reinforcing that positive attitude towards goal setting. Alright, so I hope you guys enjoyed these. Like I said, goal setting has been extremely beneficial to my life. And I wanted to share it to kind of hopefully help benefit your lives and that sort of thing if you have any questions feel free to call in if you're listening to this on anchor otherwise you can reach out to me and find me on instagram under benjamin youngblood or you can even find me on twitter where i do more solo traveler type promotional stuff and that sort of thing and that's benjamin youngblood zero two all right this was solo traveler i'm benjamin youngblood the solo traveler and as always safe travels